Welcome to Sardisms, where we take great ideas and have great conversations. Last year, we invited quiz enthusiasts to test their knowledge of unusual Christmas facts and thought, hey, let's do it again. So welcome to Quizmas 2. Once again, our host for Quizmas 2 is Christy Hinchliff, who is Sard's very own quiz master. Gather your friends and family to compete on a very Sard Christmas Quizmas. Be sure to let us know your score on Twitter at SardJV and use hashtag SardQuizmas. Now here's a hint before we get started. This episode was recorded on Thursday, the 9th of December, which will most definitely help you out in the third round. Good luck. Without further ado, let's get on with Quizmas 2. Um, round one, I've called Potluck, and the emphasis is on the luck. Uh, I'm going to name a famous foursome, for example, seasons of the year. I need you to write down one of them, just one entry from that four, and the fun is in the scoring. A correct answer is one point. If the answer that you've written down matches the one that I've got as my bonus answer, you're going to get two points for it. However, if it matches my trap answer, you're going to get no points for it. There will be two correct answers worth one point, one worth two points, and one trap answer, which means that you score nothing, regardless of whether you got the question right or not. And should we have something ready to hold up to the camera to show you what we've written down? We are going to be operating on an honour system where everyone is going to have to be very much on their best behaviour. Of course, you all want to be on the nice list this year, so if everyone can be as truthful as possible... Um, no cheating. No cheating. We'll have an idea of who's got it right. So, to kick this off, question one, I need you to name a Harry Potter house. And keep in the back of your mind that one of these is a bonus. One of these is worth nothing. The second one is I need you to name one of the gang from The Wizard of Oz. Did you randomly select it? Yep. Like, or did you pick it? I did. So we should try and read your mind? Somewhat, but also mm. my level of experience in writing quizzes. I've got, yeah, definitely two points on the first one. <laughs> so the second one was a member of the, the gang from The Wizard of Oz. Question three, name one of the Beatles. Question four, I need you to write down a month with only 30 days. Everyone counting on their fingers for that one. Brilliant work. Grown adults. Question five, name a playing card suit. So far, I'm liking this. This is a good one. Oh, you're, you're easing us in, are you? <laughs> I'd like to know how many people did the rhyme to the last question in their head, just to work out which the months were. <laughs> I use my knuckles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> question six. I'm after a cardinal direction. Go again what? One of the cardinal directions. There being four of them. Like naughty elephants squirt water. Perhaps. Right? Oh. I must have been brought up all different. I don't know what that is. <laughs> up, up, down, up. left, right. <laughs> That's got something to do with elephants. I think Megan's given you a good clue on that one. Yeah. Listen to what Megan said. Generally speaking, good advice for Yassad as well. Just do what Megan says. Makes everything a lot easier and faster. Question seven. I'm after a basic food group. Again, for all of these, there are four. But, but there's only three. Well, write down one of them. Oh. I've got four written down, so we'll compare notes. Are they yeah, linked in any way, these questions? 
So I'm like I'm trying to do like a bot code or something here. As much as there's there's four of them, four answers. Question eight. I'm after a prime minister since Tony Blair. Question nine. I'm looking for one of the traditional qualities of bridal accessories. I don't mean to point anything out, but there are a lot of men on this call going, what? <laughs> no, I got it. Question 10. And very different. I'm looking for one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. Question 11. One of the Indiana Jones movies. The subtitle. Let's not go putting Indiana Jones 2. Can we not just put Indiana Jones? Well, that wasn't what it was called. <laughs> that was part of it. It was part of it. Yeah, can I get half a point on that one? <laughs> <laughs> and question 12. One of the words from the acronym SARD. Uh, how many people are actually going to know this? <laughs> how long has it been since the sales pitch? Okay, those are the 12 questions in this round. Just to, if you've got any gaps... Question one was Harry Potter Houses. Question two, The Wizard of Oz Gang. Question three was one of the Beatles. Question four, one of the months with only 30 days. Question five, one of the playing card suits. Question six, Cardinal Directions. Question seven, Basic Food Groups. Question eight, Prime Ministers since Tony Blair. Question nine, the qualities of bridal accessories. Question 10, The Horseman of the Apocalypse. 11, Indiana Jones movies. And 12 was words from the acronym SARD. Okay, using my focus group of the nine people I've got on my screen at the moment, are we ready for some answers? Nods, thumbs, everything? Yeah, let's go. I have from the nine on my screen. Okay, we'll carry on. Here's the fun of scoring. Harry Potter houses, if you've written down Gryffindor or Slytherin, that's one point. If you've written Ravenclaw, that is two points. And if you've written Hufflepuff, that is zero. I already don't like this quiz. <laughs> Question two, The Wizard of Oz Gang. If you've written down The Cowardly Lion, that is zero points. If you've written The Scarecrow, that is two points. Dorothy or The Tin Man are both worth one. Ka-ka-ching! Yes! There's no reason to it. Do you know what? I put Judy. I just had a moment of madness. I just put Judy. Judy. Judy herself. Duh. <laughs> Judy. Let Judy go. Oh, it's a biopic. Matt, you're... <laughs> you bring it. <laughs> okay. Question three, the Beatles. If you've written down Ringo Starr, that is two points. If you've written John Lennon or George Harrison, that is one point. Paul McCartney gets you zero. Months with 30 days. April and September are both worth one point. June gets you two. And November... Zero points. Nobody likes November. Oof, harsh for the November birthday. Oh, I like November. It's my birthday. And Christy knew that. I yeah. reckon that's why he did it. Well, I did it because November only just ended. It's kind of fresh in the memory. The 30th was like <laughs> two weeks ago. Question five, playing card suits. If you've got clubs, that's two points. If you've got diamonds or hearts, that is one point. Spades gets you zero. A lot uh, of people shaking their heads. <laughs> Not happy. It's at this point when I clock that I can't see the chat. So could someone let me know if if a, if a question arises um, that needs to be addressed? 
Yeah, Pete says there's only three Indiana Jones. I don't know how early on that was, but... Ooh, he, well, we'll see when it comes to that. <laughs> Which one he's trying to repress? Question six. The cardinal directions are north, east, south, and west. North gets you zero points. East gets you two. South yeah. and west worth one point. Basic food groups. Let's see where me and Kev disagree. From the source which I was using, I've got meat, dairy, grains, and fruit and veg. Grains, I'm also allowing carbohydrates. That comes under. Oh. Well, we say carbs. That comes under well, grains. So that's worth one point, and so is meat. Dairy is like, zero, and fruit and veg worth two. Fat, protein, and carbs. Your macros. Sorry, but I know we're getting a lesson about this, but did you say <laughs> fruit and veg two? Fruit and veg is worth two. Dairy. Uh, the, only important, the only important part of this is that I just got two, so thank you. Smashing <laughs> through. Question eight, tried to fox you. Boris Johnson's worth two points. Theresa May and Gordon Brown, each worth one point. David Cameron worth zero. Question nine, the traditional qualities of bridal accessories. Something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Something old and something new, both worth one. Something borrowed worth zero, and something blue worth two. Always blue worth two, always. Oh, God, I suppressed myself there. <laughs> <laughs> On to the horsemen of the apocalypse. War, famine, pestilence, death. Pestilence and death, both worth one. Famine worth two, and war, zero. What is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. Say it again now. War zero. Indiana Jones movies. Which one have you forgotten? Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Raiders gets you zero. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull gets you two. Temple of Doom or Last Crusade, both worth one. Yes. That's also not a review of the films themselves. That's more, what's everyone going to have forgotten? And words in the acronym SARD, Strengthened Appraisal and Revalidation Database. Appraisal's the obvious one, so I put that as the trap. Database is worth two. Strengthened and Revalidation, both worth one point. I've been holding this in since question one, but Hufflepuff already have a hard enough time. <laughs> yeah, that's why I went for it. They're always forgotten, aren't they? That's because Hufflepuff are the lamest. Like the one that ended up winning. I was trying to think logically. I'm with you, Megan. I'm on with you on that. I'm very disappointed. Are you just randomly... We've been trying to read your mind. Yeah, those were, those were just all random, generally speaking, except for some where I tried to fox you because of who I am as a person. Ah, uh, so there was some... Some nefarious scheming going on. Okay, yes. because of the double points, there was a maximum of 24 in that round. Let's move on to round two, which I've called Quizmas Hits. Uh, this may be a memory test to some. It's going to be a knowledge test to others. All of these questions have been asked in my previous quizzes. Can you remember or answer them? I've still got all the questions written down next to me. From No one's really at an advantage because it has been a couple of years since we tried to do these now because we overdid quizzes for a while and then underdid them for another while. So we've got eight questions in this round, starting with from my previous Simpler Times round, which was about all of the things that went down in 2019. What was the most watched television broadcast of 2019? Broadcast. Mm-hmm. Not streamed. Sing single event and not streamed. I remember getting this wrong in 2020. Got no chance now. In which country was that? Did you say that? That was in the United Kingdom. Question two, from the previous Dysard film round, which 2019 film had the tagline, the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino? 
Well, that's one way to sell a film, I suppose. Question three from the time to prove we know what we're doing round. What would be the specialist area for an otolaryngologist? Tried this question with my mum, who doesn't at all work in the NHS. That was a little more disappointing result. Let's let's see everyone try and get that one right, please. Can you just repeat the question? Did you say something about otters? An otolaryngologist. Oh, I put down river because I heard otter. Never mind. Nice. What would be the specialist area for an otter? That's you, a, you should that's stick a, with that. That's a good answer. It's a strong <laughs> answer. Question four from the fondly remembered rap lyrics in other words round. Which song by LL Cool J have I translated? I shall render thee unconscious. Mother informed me that it was my duty to render thee unconscious. Separating the LL Cool J fans from the chaff. Who's LL Cool J? That is not worth a point, Phil. He's one of those rappers you get these days. <laughs> All the ladies love Cool James. There we go. Question five from the round on companies that started in a garage. Harold Matson and Elliot Handler started a framing business in California in 1945. They made dolls' houses from scraps, and that turned into the world's largest toy company. What company is that? Harold Matson and Elliot Handler started a framing business in the California garage in 1945. Question six, in a similar vein from the round game board, can you name the board game by three items from the box? 26 cards, one rubber band, and Cavity Sam. Question seven and eight are from Christmas one. Question seven, which celebrity born on Christmas day am I describing? Of all the mangers in all the towns in all the world, he's born in mine. Which celebrity am I referring to who was also born on Christmas day? And final question of the round from Quizmas 1. Give me the next 10 words of this song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store, but the happiest sight to see is... Was bark the bark is... part of that? <laughs> no, the bark was unconnected. That... <laughs> That's amazing. Deciding to steal the limelight for a moment. Okay, I'm going to repeat those all quickly. If there's any that need further questions, pop those in the chat and someone will hopefully tell me. Question one, what was the most watched television broadcast of 2019? Question two, which 2019 film had the tagline, the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino? Question three, the specialist area for an otolaryngologist? Question four, which was the song by LL Cool J. I shall render you unconscious. Mother informed me that it was my duty to render you unconscious. Question five was Harold Matson and Elliot Handler starting a framing business, then making doll's houses from scraps, and that turned into the world's largest toy company. Question six, which board game includes 26 cards, one rubber band, and Cavity Sam? Question seven, which celebrity born on Christmas Day is this? 
of all the mangers in all the towns in all the world, he's born in mine. And question eight, finish the song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. But the happiest sight to see is... The ten words should finish the line for you. So, relying on my focus group on the screen. Nods, thumbs, flailing limbs. Are we ready to go with the answers? Consensus. Fantastic. Question one, the most watched television broadcast of 2019 was the Gavin and Stacey Christmas reunion. Ah, oh, Eurovision. Question two, the ninth film from Quentin Tarantino was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Question three, an otolaryngologist is an ear, nose and throat specialist. I put throat, does that count? I'd count that with him. Go on, go for half a point. <laughs> go for half a point. <laughs> Same goes for ear or nose. Or ear and nose, or ear and throat, or nose and throat. What about just the word and? Just, just the word and. I'm going to kick you off the call. <laughs> Question four. Those lyrics were from Mama Said Knock You Out. Mother informed me that it was my duty to do so. I've got gonna rather than said. Is that a, was that a half? I mean, it changes the whole meaning of the song. That's, that's more a mother threatening to knock you out rather than advising it. Question five. Harold Matson and Elliot Handler, from the names, they are Mattel. The only one that I got right. Ooh. We've still got three to go. Three to go, Santa. Not score me on what I'm wearing and have done. Just, that's it, really. You get extra points at the end. Matt. We'll work out the algorithm at the end. I'm begging. <laughs> Question six. 26 cards, one rubber band, and Cavity Sam, all from Operation. Cavity Sam is that cadaver lying on the uh, board. Question seven, of all the mangers in all the world, in all, uh, we'll go again. Of all the mangers in all the towns in all the world, he's born in mine, Humphrey Bogart, born on Christmas Day. There'll be a moment's pause while I stop my dog from eating the wall. Question eight, the next 10 words, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store, but the happiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. If you're close within reason, give yourself some point. This weird silence celebrating. <laughs> question right you can make noise it's just you're on mute uh, are you not on mute and just celebrating silently anyway no I'm on mute and I'm celebrating oh, silently in an empty house right <laughs> which is weird because I could make noise right yeah, absolutely you're well within your rights okay so that was out of eight how close did people get anything at all just shaking hits <laughs> just no we'll crack on to round three We'll see how well this one goes down. Christ maths. Solve these Christmas sums yourselves, you filthy animals. I'm bored of being the one everyone looks at when a job plan calculation looks all spooky. How many questions are there? There are 10 in this round. In total, there will be 50 questions, but I've decided to play around with the number in each round because I'm terrible. So, Christ maths. They're gonna be word sums. Hopefully they will make themselves rather clear to you. So, question one. The number of doors on an average advent calendar plus the number of days of Christmas. I'm enjoying Mariah's face here. <laughs> She's completely perplexed. Very nearly said the phrase, easing you in here, before I realised the faces of my focus group were, what the hell are you asking me to do here? Question two. The number of wise men multiplied by the number of kings of Orient multiplied the number of ships that come sailing in. Not making any friends in this quiz with a maths round. The maths isn't the issue. 
I don't know enough about traditional Christian Christmas to work these out. You and your hedonistic Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I have no idea what the ship's even reference is. I got the wise men and the other guys, but the ship's the other guys. Yeah, that's the royal family you're talking about. It's the song. It's a song. Yep. I saw a certain number of ships that came sailing in on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. I'll help you out. It's twenty. Oh, Phil. Moving into question three. The year in which Home Alone was released minus the year in which Gremlins was released. So, essentially, how many years between those two cinematic masterpieces? Ambrose, please, we need that wall. Stop eating it. Question four. Let's see who enjoys this one. The number of countries in which Christmas is nationally observed multiplied by the number of creatures, including mice, that were stirring on the night before Christmas. This is way too hard. This is way, way too hard. I'm going to sit here and listen, I reckon. Can you repeat that one? The number of countries in which Christmas is nationally observed multiplied by the number of creatures, including mice, that were stirring on the night before Christmas. Clever. Question five. The number of letters in the names of Santa's nine reindeer. They're your own reindeer, Father Christmas. You should know this. A bit of time for this one. Absolutely. There's quite a lot of maths in this one. (laughs) I don't want to actually put an answer because I want to disadvantage other people, so I'm just going to not bother. Very kind, very kind. (laughs) How many reindeer did you say there were? The nine reindeer. Nine. We are including the non-canonical one from the sun. Question six. The number of different gifts requested by Eartha Kitt in Santa Baby times the number of different gifts requested by Mariah Carey. Question seven. The day of the month that Christmas Eve falls on divided by the month of the year that Christmas Eve falls in. Thanks for that one. Question eight. The number of sleeps until Christmas Day times the number of diehard films. Question nine. Drummers drumming, plus pipers piping, plus lords are leaping, plus ladies dancing, plus maids are milking, plus swans are swimming, plus geese are laying, plus gold rings, plus calling birds, plus French hens, plus turtle doves, plus partridges and pear trees. All of them once, please. The whole thing. Not across the whole 12 days, just all of them once. Question 10. The Scrabble score of the word Christmas. If I tempt you with the fact that the next round might be about biscuits, that may improve morale in the camp. Nope. (laughs) I'll go through those all again. And if there are any holes, let me know. Question one, doors on an advent calendar plus days of Christmas. Question two was wise men times kings of Orient times ships that come sailing in. Question three was the number of years between Home Alone and Gremlins. Question four, countries in which Christmas is observed times creatures, including mice, that were stirring on the night before Christmas. Question five, the number of letters in the names of Santa's reindeer. Question six, the different gifts from Santa Baby times the different gifts from Mariah Carey's song. Question seven, the day of the month that Christmas Eve falls on divided by the month of the year that Christmas Eve falls in. Question eight, the number of sleeps until Christmas Day times diehard films. Question nine, all of the 12 days of Christmas once. And question 10, the Scrabble score of the word Christmas. 
so questions repeats or nodding flailing limbs thumbs can we just get this over with thanks absolutely <laughs> i'm just excited to remember the names of all the reindeer anything else is gravy <laughs> the rest is all just dust in the wind okay the answer to question one doors on an advent calendar it's 24 if you've got one with 25 you're rich and days of christmas 12 so the answer is 36 Question two. Three wise men times three kings of Orient times three ships come sailing in. 27. Not 20 ships, then, by any means. Not 20 ships. No, 108 has got that well. Sorry. Thanks a lot, Phil. Thanks a lot. Do I lose a point for that? You're lucky in that I didn't know how many kings of Orient there were that I couldn't even use that to solve the question. Question three. Years between Home Alone and Gremlins. Six. 1990 minus 1984. Please with that as a guess. Oh, smashing. Right, I put the wrong years, but I still got six. Can I get a point? Six, six is all you Three. need. <laughs> Brilliant. Question four. Countries in which Christmas is nationally observed, 160 times creatures stirring on the night before Christmas, zero. So the answer is zero. Not a creature was stirring. Not even a mouse. I was literally let down by maths. <laughs> did you, did you did you tie I didn't Jared? twig. I knew that there was zero creatures staring, yeah. but I didn't twig that that meant that it would always equal zero. What a diff. Yeah, same here. Same here, Naomi. <laughs> it's fine. It's not like I do the accounts or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think everyone should ask for their pay to be brought forward this month. Question five. Number of letters in the ni- names of Santa's nine reindeer. The answer is 55. There are four with six, three with seven, and two with five. Question six. Different gifts requested by Eartha Kit. There are seven in Santa Baby. And different gifts requested by Mariah Carey. She only wants one thing, and that's you. So the answer is seven. I'd argue <laughs> it's one because Eartha Kit says, leave a gift, a gift under the tree for me. Oh, and she was she was providing seven options. That was her list. Yeah. Just uh, one, two. Yes. I want no more than that. But we're sure that two is not the right answer, yeah? We're sure that two is not the right answer. Just so, to Moving on to question seven, in which two is the correct answer. 24 over 12. Question eight. Sleeps until Christmas Day. Only 16. Oh, my God. And Die Hard films, there are five of them, so the answer is 80. Didn't write down all the Die Hard films, but I believe they're Die Hard, Die Hard 2. Another Day to Die Hard, Die Hard 4, and A Good Day to Die Hard. Question 9. All of the Christmas gifts once is 78, which is just 12 plus 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. 78. And finally, question 10. The Scrabble score of Christmas is 3 plus 4 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 1 plus 3 plus 1 plus 1. 16. How did folk do at maths? <laughs> are we going to do one next year? Or uh, are we talking lows? We've got two more rounds to go. One with 8 and one with 12. We're approaching the end. Question four, we are returning to the well of Britain's 50 favourite and least favourite biscuits. However, the questions are slightly different. For those who weren't part of the previous round, there are lists which I've compared um, from polls related to what are Britain's 50 favourite biscuits and 50 least favourite with some surprising results. So, got eight questions in this round. I remember this causing a lot of arguments. (laughs) It caused a lot of grief. (laughs) We'll see how this one does. Question one. 
Ginger Nuts and Jaffa Cakes are the only entries in the top 10 of both lists, but which scored higher in the favourite list? Which is preferred nationally, Jaffa Cakes or Ginger Nuts? I would like to point out that Jaffa Cake is not a biscuit, it is a cake. I, I am in full agreement, but it was part of the poll. I cannot argue with the British. I try, but I can't. It's a hill many of us are prepared. <laughs> My network went down, but I think it was a sign because you said, is it? And then you said one word and it cut out. That'll you didn't show. say that one. So. Which is higher in the favourites list? Is it Jaffa Cakes or Ginger Nuts? Question two. Oh, I like this one. Which is the nation's favourite biscuit that is individually wrapped? Is it always individually wrapped? Unless someone's unwrapped it for you and put it on a plate. At which point, no longer would that be the case. So the wrapping can come off then? Yeah, you can still eat it. Okay, that's useful. Yeah. Biscuits. Not like some sort of Edam biscuit disaster where you've got this horrendous rind around it that you have to deal with. Question three. If you recall the previous biscuit round, you'll know that the dark chocolate digestive is the nation's favourite biscuit. But which scored higher in the favourites list? Was it the dark chocolate hobnob or the milk chocolate hobnob? Question four. Bourbon or custard cream? Which is higher on the least favourite list? A battle for the ages. And to move on to question five, which is higher on the favourite list out of those two? Question six. Jammy Dodgers find themselves in the top 25 of both lists, but in which is it higher? Least favourite or favourite? It's a controversial biscuit at times. Clearly has split the nation. Question seven. Chocolate finger, shortbread finger, Viennese finger, rich tea finger. Which is the preferred finger? What in the name of all that's holy is a rich tea finger? I was disgusted myself to find out that it existed. But that that's not necessarily a reflection on the great British public, who I uh, have had my problems with before, but we'll see what they think. And question eight, what is the nation's least favourite biscuit? We're asking the big questions here. To run through those again. Question one was ginger nuts versus Jaffa cakes, which scored higher in the favourite list. They're the only ones which are in the top 10 of both. Question two, which is the nation's favourite biscuit, which is individually wrapped. Question three, which scores higher, a dark chocolate or milk chocolate hobnob? Question four, bourbon or custard cream, which is higher on the least favourite list? Question five, those two again, which is higher on the favourite list? Question six, jammy dodgers, which list is it higher in, least favourite or favourite? Question seven, which is the preferred out of chocolate finger, shortbread finger, Viennese finger and rich tea finger? And question eight, what is the nation's least favourite biscuit? So... Focus group of nine on my screen. Nods, thumbs, permission to move on. Just go right. for it, dude. We're going, we're going. Yeah. Question one, Ginger Nuts versus Jaffa Cakes. Jaffa Cakes came in fourth, Ginger Nuts in fifth. So Jaffa Cake is the correct answer. Obviously. I've, I'm I'm shocked they were that close. You shocked, you know, I had the thing about whether Jaffa Cakes are actually biscuits or not. Oh, no, 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 I knew that that was going to cause a rift. I just figured, you know, the quicker we're on to question two, the better there. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. In which the uh, nation's favourite biscuit, which is individually wrapped, is a Tunnock's Caramel Wafer. One of the ones with caramel on it. Not a club. 
I thought they should be club. Not a club, not a penguin, not a rocky. No. Uh, that's only if you like a lot of biscuits. Not a, a lot of chocolate on the biscuits, as I recall. Paramount uh, <laughs> wafers clearly the way to be. Question three, which scored higher, dark chocolate or milk chocolate hobnob? Dark chocolate came in seventh, while milk chocolate hobnob is the third favourite biscuit. So milk chocolate is correct. Save time on questions four and five. Custard cream is higher on both lists. Custard cream being such a controversial biscuit that it is in the top, like, 12 on both the favourite list and the least favourite list. It's really the Marmite of biscuits. That wouldn't be These lists are very suspect, Christy. Marmite flavoured custard cream would not be. I can promise you I didn't make them up. I would never have put ginger nuts that near the top. That alone is enough to prove that I have no say in in the way that people think. Question six. Uh, Four and five are both custard cream. Question six. Jammy Dodgers are higher in the least favourite list. They come 17th. More people dislike them to prefer them. They're 21st in the favourite list. Question seven. Of all of the fingers in all of the world, the favourite is a shortbread finger. In 11th place, Viennese finger in 23rd, chocolate finger in 33rd, and a rich tea finger, thankfully unlisted, coming 42nd in the least favourite list. I couldn't imagine anything worse than a rich tea that was smaller than a rich tea. None of the fun. Question eight, the nation's least favourite biscuits. If anyone's got pink wafer, we were correct. I'm very concerned about the British public. Yeah. Got rid of it from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the way that the cookie crumbles. So, sorry, everyone. Oh, come on, you just really just take the biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> we got one round to go after this. To the final round, which I have titled Christie's Pulled a Cracker. I've opened many crackers and farmed the jokes. None of these will make them into the act. You've no doubt pulled these yourselves or another family member will have. I'm going to give you the setup. I need you to finish them. Big thumbs from Kevin there. Happy to relay some terrible cracker jokes here. Starting with that we've got 12 in this round and that will take us to the end. Question one. What do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations? It took way more than 12 crackers in order to find more than 12 jokes. It was, they're clearly all written by the same person. Question two. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? This is like a terrible comedy show. I'm just giving you setups and not at all finishing them off for you. Do your own. Question three. What was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? I was just going to make sure Mariah's all right. She seems to be cracking up. I'm really <laughs> struggling over here. What a body experience. <laughs> I thought you were just finding the jokes really funny. Yeah, in my head. Yeah, they're really funny. They are smashes. Question four. What is the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? Question five. I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. That's the end of the setup. Question six. What do you call people who are afraid of Father Christmas?
Question seven came up in like ten different crackers. What do you get when you cross a vampire with a snowman? Question eight. How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? Question nine is, I think, the only joke that I found good. Question nine. Why do English people like turkey so much at Christmas? I'm quite tempted to just find out what these jokes you're writing out are. I don't care if they're right, I just want to know if they're uh, absolutely disastrous. Question 10. Why did the turkey join the band? And the final two questions. Question 11. Why were Santa's helpers depressed? And the worst till last. Question 12. Why does Santa go down the chimney? So, quick fire. Question 1. What do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations? Question 2. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Question 3. What was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? Question four, what is the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? Question five, I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. Question six, what do you call people who are afraid of Father Christmas? Question seven, what do you get when you cross a vampire with a snowman? Question eight, how did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? Question nine, how do, why do English people like turkey so much at Christmas? Question ten, why did the turkey join the band? Question 11, why were Santa's helpers depressed? And question 12, why does Santa go down the chimney? So, shaking heads and sad faces as we as we approach the end of the quiz. That must, that must be the reason. Are we ready to move on to the final set of answers and towards the final scores? What do you get if we too many Christmas decorations? You get... Tinselitis. Yes. <laughs> Sparkly balls. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> question two. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing. It was on the house. <sighs> right. It was going so well for me up till question two. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then it went really badly wrong. Great. Question three, what was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? Picking his nose. Picking his oh, nose. Damn it. Right. I just put nose, question mark. Does yeah, that... I went with having a nose. Do you reckon we call that? Maybe half for just the word nose. Nose. I think there's something to do with the carrot and the nose. Yeah, yeah. I not quite get there. I'm going to give it half a point if you've got the word nose written down, just because you clearly knew where it was going. Having a nose is... A, a... <laughs> Your Question phone. four. The difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? No L? No L. No Question five, the confusing one that just had everyone stumped for a while. I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. His face lit up when he opened it. He was pretty chill about it. I don't know, we had loads. <laughs> 
you just got a whole book worth. <laughs> a fridge joke. None of which one. Question six. People who are afraid of Father Christmas are claustrophobic. Can I get a point for stupid? <laughs> This is why I wanted to hear the jokes. This is this is fantastic. Question seven: What do you get when you cross a vampire and a snowman? You get frostbite. Yeah, one of the weaker ones. I'm feeling pretty confident that Pete's going to get the next one. Question eight: How did Darth Vader know what Luke got him for Christmas? He felt his presence. The only one. Question nine, as I said, the only one I liked. Why do English people like Turkey so much at Christmas? Because it's so much warmer there. All right, okay. Well, oh, I gotcha. <laughs> I, do you want to get it for, because it's not England? I, I like the biting satire of it, but... <laughs> no. The closest I could get is because we've got a dry sense of humour. <laughs> Question ten, why did the turkey join the band? Because he had his own drumsticks. Because Yoko left. <laughs> I mean, that got a laugh from Ellen, so I'm. Uh, I don't know whether to score. No. Question eleven. Why were Santa's helpers depressed? Because they had low elf esteem. Yes. Uh. And question twelve. As warned, the worst joke in the whole thing. Why does Santa go down the chimney? Because it suits him. <laughs> oh, that's awful. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that... I didn't do so well there. <laughs> right. That right. one being out of 12, have we got some final scores? Got a couple in the 30s. So what's the highest score we're seeing at the moment? I don't want to say. Because uh, it's yours, Phil. It's Phil's. <laughs> Phil's 37. Phil's 37 for Phil. He's picked Pete. At 34 and a half. No rise on 37, that would see Phil win. You've not factored in Matt's extra points for his costume, though. Matt's extra 38 points, I forgot that. That's a very good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I definitely think Matt for the win. I think, I think we all won there. In some rounds we all won, in some rounds we all lost. So with 37 points, unless someone speaks up with their 38, I declare Phil... Congratulations, Phil. Phil. Double checks himself out of the win. For someone who's always quite confused by quizzes, Phil, you always do quite well. Mm. I love quizzes. Maybe it's a strategy. Yeah, the two don't... It's like a poker face. Yeah. He's basically a hustler at quizzes. He used to be addicted to trivial pursuits, so I've always been interested in random stuff. You asked me what I did yesterday, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to the nation's least favourite biscuit. <laughs> on it. Thank you all. That was good fun. Thank, thank you, Christy. Yeah, Thanks thank for you. putting this together. Thank you for joining us for Quizmas 2. We love seeing people take part. We had a great laugh and I'm pretty sure we all learned something new. A huge thanks to Christy for hosting us this year and an even bigger thank you to Santa for joining us. Let us know your score on Twitter at SardJV and use hashtag SardQuizmas. Until next time, have a great holiday season. Mm -hmm.